Welcome back to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host, Rasta Jeff. This is episode 794 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a great show lined up for us. In this episode, I'm going to give away a free pack of seeds. I've teamed up with our friends at seedsherenow.com to give away a free pack of Irie Genetic Seeds. We'll do that later in this episode. Before we get too far, I do want to remind you that Irie Genetics will be at the Dude Grows Cup. That's right, the Dude Grows Cup is happening again this year just outside of Fort Collins on June 3rd. Make sure to check out dgccup.com for all of the information. Also, there will be a fresh drop and a restock and new items on iRedirect on April 1st. That's right, make sure you check out iRedirect on April 1st for a brand new restock, fresh drops, new items, and of course, a fat sale Prize. All right, I think that's all the business we've got to cover here at the start of the show. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Let's jump into the Grow Help part of this podcast. There is a Grow Help tab on my website. If you go to iregenetics.com, on the top there are several tabs. One of them says Grow Questions. Click on there, send me your Grow Question. If I read your Grow Question on the podcast, you will win a free pack of seeds. The first question on today's show came from our friend who wants to be called Johnny Potsmoker. Big congrats to my friend Johnny Potsmoker because you have won a free pack of seeds for sending me this question. This question goes a little bit like this. It says, hey, Rasta Jeff, thank you for taking time to read this grow question. Hey, bro, thank you for taking the time to send this grow question. It goes on, it says, can I start breeding with just feminized seeds? That is a really good question, a very common question I get a lot. It says, I wanna look into starting a breeding project in my two by four tent. My issue is that my 5x5 tent shares the same lung room. Should I even risk it? Follow-up question, can I take feminized reverse pollen and cross it with an autoflower? What would happen? Happy growing from our friend Johnny Potsmoker. This is a good series of questions here. Let's jump right into this. You absolutely can breed with just feminized seeds. That is the first part of this. Um, you can use fem seeds for your breeding project. However, there will not be a male in there. If you've got feminized seeds, all of those will be girls. You will have to select one of those and reverse it to use that as your pollen donor, or of course, use non-feminized seeds to find a boy to breed with that plant. But uh, feminized seeds work just like non-feminized seeds, other than the fact that you're not going to get any males out of that mix. Some people have a myth or an idea or a misconception that they cannot breed to a plant that came from a fem seed. In my experience, those plants are great. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, I've read the Lemon Jeffrey, which is one of my favorite cuts. Uh, that is a feminized plant. I created that. I have bred that to several other things. Uh, the Lemon Sunrise is Lemon Jeffrey to Arise. Those are great plants. It brings out a lot of traits from the Arise, a lot of traits from the, the Lemon Jeffrey. That's a feminized to a regular, and it works very well. So you absolutely can work your fems into the breeding program any way that you see fit. The next part of the question, um, should I risk it? Because my uh, my 5x5 room and my 2x4 share the same lung room. With that lung room being the commonality there, I do not think I would risk it because the pollen will get into the air and it will end up in both of those grow rooms. The room you want seeded uh, will be fully seeded. The room you don't want seeded will have too many seeds in it just because there's no barrier. There's no, uh, there's absolutely no protection. That lung room is what is going to move the pollen from one place to another. The pollen is very fine. I would recommend doing it a little bit further away, which we will touch on on another question here in this episode. So in your setup, no, I would not even risk it because uh, that lung room is just going to move that pollen right around. Everybody is going to be pollinated. So uh, maybe you can learn how to do the five by five room, put it into flower, uh, get it flowered, 
uh, get it almost done, and then put the other room into flower. That way, the next time you fill the five by five, it's only in veg, and then you can do your seed breeding in the other room, have that side flowering while they're vegging, um, then get that done, uh, clean up all the pollen before these plants go into flower. That should work out for you, but you can't do both at the same time because I do fear that you will pollinate that entire room. There's a third part to the question. It says, my follow-up question, can I take feminized reversed pollen and cross it with an autoflower? You absolutely can. Uh, what would happen then? You're going to make feminized plants that show some traits of autoflower and some traits that show regular photoperiod plants. If this is the first time you're crossing it to that autoflower, there will be a percentage. I'm not an, uh, I'm not an autoflower breeder but there will be a percentage of those plants that do come out autoflower. So if you're okay with having some of your offspring be autoflower, some of your offspring be regular photoperiod, that is an acceptable idea. The next step would be to uh, cross that autoflower to another autoflower again in the future to lock in that autoflower trait if that's the route that you want to go. Only use autoflower if you are, your main goal is to make autoflower plants because that's what you're introducing into the gene pool. The short answer is yes, you can do this. The long answer is only do that if you intend on working that autoflower trait in and making that uh, a stable trait that pops up amongst the population. So uh, question number one, you can breed with fem seeds. Uh, they are just like regular seeds. I would not do it in the room with two tents because you're going to get contamination. And yes, you can breed. You can use feminized reversed pollen to an autoflower, and it will make some plants that are autos, some plants that are rags. My buddy Johnny Potsmoker, thank you for the great series of questions. I hope I answered your questions well. I hope I helped you out. Please do send me your address so I can send you a free pack of Irie Genetic Seeds. And of course, that seed giveaway is sponsored by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. Shout out to my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. If you need regular, feminized, or autoflower seeds, I definitely recommend SeedsHereNow.com. We're going to keep moving forward. This message also came from the Grow Help tab on iRegenetics.com. This one came from our friend who wants to be called Shiggy Smacks. Big shout out to my new friend, Shiggy Smacks. Before I get too far, Shiggy, please do send me your address so that I can mail you a free pack of iRegenetic seeds. If I read your message here on the podcast, you do, you do win free beans, so I owe you a pack. Here goes the question. It says... Let's say we take a female out of the flower tent. All right, pulled her out of the tent. Then we put it in a small separate tent real, real far, far away and pollinate it with the super dope stud. So far, this is making sense. Now, the question is, can I take that female after I know it's been pollinated, maybe just blow it off a bit, stick it back in the flower tent and expect everything to be just peachy or will residual pollen be left on the plant and that pollen fertilize the other females? That is a very good question. If, if this is done correctly, it will work the way that you want it to. But keep in mind that pollen is microscopic. Uh, the pollen that got on that plant got in your hair, in your clothes, in your dreadlocks. If you got dreadlocks, it's in your eyelashes, it's in your eyebrows, it's in your hoodie, it's everywhere. So we've got to get rid of that pollen before we return to the sensimilia room with no seeds in it. So the main way that I would recommend doing that uh, the main key to deactivating pollen is water. Water deactivates pollen. So I would pollinate that plant in that other room. Leave it there for a couple of days. I pollinate twice. I just like to hit the plant two times. Uh, it just ensures that I'm going to get full pollination, lots of seeds. So I would do my pollination process. However you do that, however I do it, put the plant, uh, you said far, far away, real, real, far, far away. We got two reels and two fars. So we're real, real far, far away. We're going to put the female in there. We're going to pollinate. 
I would wait a couple of days. I would pollinate again. Then I would wait a couple of days. Then like you said, blow off all that pollen. If you've got a way to dust off all that pollen, that is ideal. Get rid of that. Then I would take a bottle of just water and mist my plant with water completely. I would almost drench that plant to where it's running off. That water is going to deactivate and kill any of the pollen that is left on the plant, but it will not damage our seeds or the plant. Cannabis plants are designed by nature to be outside. Part of the trichome's purpose is to protect that plant from rain and moisture and water. The plant will be just fine if you drench it down one time. Don't leave it locked in a room and get stagnant with no air, but let's spray it down one time, leave the fans on, and that will help deactivate the pollen and you won't get any mold, you won't get any problems then. When you're ready to move that plant after it's been sprayed down, also uh, spray yourself down, change your clothes. If you've got dreadlocks like I do, wrap them up when you're doing this or water them down, spray them. Make sure you be very careful because pollen is microscopic and every little granule of pollen can equal one seed in the flower room. So be very careful. So we've watered down the plant, uh, spray down everything, wipe down the pot, wipe down everything that was in the room with the pollen, including yourself. Take a shower, scrub down, get all that pollen off of you. Now at this time, when I'm taking that female plant into the general population with the other females, I would go in that room and I would also spray down all of those females. Just give them one good dusting with water. That way they're not able to receive any stray pollen that may be in the room. Then just go in there and move that plant in there and just do just a random willy-nilly spray. Just coat everything with water. That way if there is any pollen that made it in there that is floating around, we've sprayed it once in this room. We've treated ourselves. We've brought it to the other room. We treated the females. Now we're treating everything in the room. Let's just triple check and make sure no pollen gets into the room. So if you do this correctly, uh, everything should be peachy like you said. But um, the residual pollen that could be left over will pollinate all of the pistols that it comes in contact with. So make sure that you do get every bit of pollen either off of that plant and or deactivate it. I don't trust, I've seen people take an air compressor and just blow the pollen off. I don't trust that. I don't, for some reason, I don't uh, think that's good enough. I want some water in the mix as well. So get some water in there, spray those plants down. Water is the deactivator of pollen that should rescue you. Um, I don't want to be responsible if you try this and it does not go wrong. I'm telling you, pollen is crazy. Uh, pollen travels in the air. Pollen will get stuck in your nose and then you'll sneeze it back out later. Uh, pollen is microscopic, so keep that in mind. And it moves very freely through the air. If you dust a plant, if you shake a plant making pollen, watch how that pollen just lingers in the air. Some of the smaller pieces will just stick around in there. They'll be there for a long time, much longer than you anticipate. So take good care of the pollen. Be really careful. And it should be peachy, but it is very possible that you will pollinate the entire fucking room. So be very careful. All right, my friend, Shiggy Smacks, thank you for the great question. Please do send me your address because I owe you a free pack of seeds. All right, let's keep the show moving. I do have another question here in front of me. This one came from our friend Midget Dog. That's a really cool name. Big shout out to my friend Midget Dog. Midget Dog, please make sure to send me your address because I do owe you a pack of Irie Genetic Seeds. Of course, those seeds are sponsored by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. Big thanks to them for hosting and promoting and sponsoring a seed giveaway here on the show. This question says, I have a general grow question. My plan is to grow a pack of Jack Tripper and do an open pollination with all of the plants, no individual selection. And then it says, I know I won't know the baby daddy. Uh, that's fine. If you are doing an open pollination to make F2s, uh, that's, that's a great way to do it. You're going to make a lot of seeds and you're going to see a lot of diversity here. You're going to see all the phenotypical expressions and you will find what you want in that F2 population by doing this. It says, um, I want to, no individual selection. Uh, then hunt the highest potency of the female to find high potency male to further breed with. Uh, that's a really good strategy, but don't get too hung up 
on the idea that potency is the only thing you're looking for. Uh, we need structure. We need plant vigor. We need resistance to pathogens. We need resistance to uh, any kind of bugs. We also need to make sure that there's no intersex problem in these plants. So don't stay too focused on just potency. There are a lot of other factors that should help you determine if this plant is worth growing. Let's continue, though. Uh, so the question I have is, have you ever seen intersex traits on a female after it has received pollen? Um, no, I've never seen uh, a plant that has received pollen show me intersex traits, but most of the time when I'm working with plants, I've grown them multiple times before I choose to breed with them. So I know that that intersex is not going to pop up before or after pollination. So there's a little bit of a vetting process to be done before I generally breed. It sounds like you're going to take these jack trippers and just go for it, which sounds like a fun project. I have no, uh, you won't see uh, intersex traits in those jack trippers. I've never seen that. Nobody out there has ever reported an intersex problem with the jack trippers. So I recommend you do it. You won't see any intersex uh, traits pop up in there, but we'll stick with the question. Have you ever seen intersex traits on a female after it has received pollen? No, I've never seen that before. Or is that more common in Scentsy Bud? Yes, that is totally more common in Scentsy Bud. Something happens with the hormones. Once that plant has been pollinated, it's very unlikely to show intersex traits. In my experience, uh, that's my opinion. That's what I think. I don't know if I have any science behind that. Um, it says, I am just planning to do the F2, then select a male. I figured if I did it this way, I'm kind of mixing up the breeding pot a little. Bro, you are... Uh, shaking the breeding uh, lottery. You're getting everything that you could possibly pull, every phenotype imaginable, because you're not going to call any phenotypes, either male or female. So you've got the tall, skinny one, the short, squatty one, the one that smells like lemons, the one that smells like dryer sheets, the one that smells a little bit like piss, uh, the one that smells like lavender, the one that is real tall and skinny, the one that's super high potency. You're going to find all of those phenotypes, maybe different combinations of those phenotypes by mixing up that uh, open pollination. Should we talk about open pollination for a second? We will. Let me keep going. So he does go on. He says, by adding in the Pandora's box of F2, I hope to find a Jack Tripper F2 male that carries on a rocket ship potency. Um, yes, that is a really good idea. And then he says, I'm two years out, ladies first. So he's going to pheno hunt the ladies first, which sounds like a really good idea. He's going to do the open pollination, grow some, find the ladies, then look for a male with that rocket potency. That is a good strategy. I like this idea. This is going to be fun. When you're ready, bro, I'd love to run a 10, maybe a 20 pack of these. I'm in Colorado, so I will run 12 of them because that is my legal limit. But I would love to run a few of these. Uh, see what you've F2'd from my creation. That's always fun to see, especially because now let's talk about, I said open pollination. I usually uh, do not practice the open pollination sort of technique. I'm a very selective type of breeder. Uh, open pollination, I may have kind of touched on it a moment ago. That is when uh, this person is going to put an entire pack of Jack Tripper seeds in a room and not select any boys, not select any girls, but just let the pollen fly. There will probably be somewhere between four and six boys and four and six girls. So we're going to have, I'm just going to say five and five because it makes it easy to remember and balance. We're going to have five male plants putting pollen on five different girl plants, but it's not going to be male one to male two to male two to male two or however I said that. It's not going to be plant A and plant A and plant B and plant B. It's going to be all of the mixes of those. Male number A is going to pollinate plant number one, two, three, four, and five. But also on the same plant will be seeds that were made with the pollen from male number two. Also on the same plant will be seeds made from male number three. So we're going to have five female plants with five different baby daddy seeds in all of them. You're going to see, what is that, 250,000 different combinations is the way that I think there might be more zeros on that. 
Um, there might be 2,500,000 different combinations that you can, I'm going to stick with the 250,000. It's got a lot of different combinations of phenotypical expression. You could really come up with this way. So that's going to be a really fun project. That is open pollination. You guys, when you, uh, open some seeds and just put them all in the room and just let them have a big, uh, big old orgy in there. No selection, uh, no elimination, no culling, uh, just letting it happen the way that nature would do it. That puts off a lot of amazing, interesting phenotypes. And it sounds like our friend understands that they are going to open a Pandora's box. And then from there, they will select their winners for their next breeding project. Great strategy. Uh, it sounds like you're doing everything that you should be doing. And no, I have not. I think the main question was if I have seen the intersex traits on a plant that has been pollinated. No, that's something I've never seen. And I've never seen intersex and the Jack Tripper. So you are off to a very good start. All right, let's keep the show moving. I do have one more question here in front of me. This one came from our friend Smurf Grown. Of course, this did come from the Grow Help tab on the Irie Genetics website. So that means that our friend Smurf Grown wins a free pack of Irie Genetics seeds. Smurf, please do send me your address. I will get some seeds in the mail to you as soon as possible. And just a quick heads up, if you have won seeds, uh, if you've sent me your address at this point in time, all of the seed winners are in the mail. If you have won seeds and you have not sent me your address, please send me your address. If you've already sent it and you haven't gotten your seeds, feel free to send it again. I will do my best to get those seeds out to you. And don't worry, I do ver verify that your question was on the show before I send you seeds. Don't try to scam me. I'm paying attention. Let's keep moving. This one says, hey there, Rasta Jeff. In one of your episodes, you say an S1 is when you take two clones of the same plant and reverse one and pollinate the other. Can the reversed plant pollinate itself? And is this considered an S1 as well? Thank you and keep the great knowledge coming. Yes, that is absolutely an S1 as well. That's the same thing. The reason I don't recommend or prefer that is because when it comes to reversing a plant, I like to put the reversed plant into flower a little bit sooner than the plant that will receive pollen. That is just a timing issue. Uh, you have to start spraying the plant two weeks before you put it the the uh, pollen donor needs to be sprayed two weeks before it goes, two weeks to 10 days before it goes into flower. So I need to spray that at one time. Then I need to put that plant into flower in seven to 10 days from the first spray. Then it needs to be sprayed uh, every third day for the next uh, about 21 to 24 days. It's going to get about seven to 10 total sprays. Then um, at some point, I need to put my female plants into flower to catch up with that male plant. So the pollen comes out at the right time when the pistils are ripe on the female plant. The reason I don't prefer to do this to the same plant is because those pistols and that pollen don't time up as good as they could. If I wait to put my female plants into flower when I see that male plant just showing signs of being reversed, uh, I know what a female plant looks like when it begins to flower. There's a little variation when the uh, reversal was successful. It'll start where the plant will start to make a bud. It makes just a little just a little thing that looks different. It's a nub and it's going to be an anther eventually, but I can identify it soon. As soon as I see those, that's when the female plant goes into flower. That way the pollen comes out at the right time when the pistils are ripe on the female plant to receive that pollen. If I were to do it on the same plant, the pollen will come out way too early and the pistils won't be ripe enough or the pistils will be overripe and the pollen won't come out soon enough. It's just plant dependent, strain dependent. Uh, some plants really want pollen earlier. Some plants want pollen a lot later in the game. Two plants that make a really good example of that situation are the strawberry fields, which makes strawberry starburst, and the platinum tangy, which makes the sun kiss, also makes the orange gasm, uh, but that's a whole other story. Those plants, they want pollen at completely different times, about a week apart. The platinum tangy is ready for pollen super early. She's like, hey, pollinate me, here I am. 
the strawberry fields plant is standing in the room going, bitch, you early. And she's just looking at her like, I'm going to wait for the good pollen. So that strawberry starburst plant is a full week behind the platinum tangy for when it wants pollen. It's just sitting back waiting. It gets bigger. It keeps on growing. Uh, it's still developing. It's still booming. It's still developing like a plant should. But those pistols, those uh, sexual organs of that plant are just not ready to receive the pollen yet. So uh, the reason that I do my plants separately, the reason that I time the plants separately is just to get them into the room at the appropriate time. If this is your first attempt at doing any breeding, if this is your first attempt at making seeds, this will work for you. You won't make as many seeds as you could. Uh, if you did this to two different plants, you could definitely make more seeds. Think about you're reversing one side and not reversing the other. You're going to have to spray a couple of branches or one branch of a plant very frequently and make sure not to spray the other branches of that plant because the one you spray will, rever will reverse. Some plants are very stubborn. Some plants, if you don't spray the whole thing, it won't reverse. The hormones over here tell the hormones over here, nah. And they just, they argue about it. One, this one will reverse halfway. This one will flower halfway. Both sides will look like shit. So sometimes you'll be trying to reverse the right side of the plant and keep the left side of the plant non-reversed and the plant just doesn't want to do that. The hormones are just not allowing that to happen in the plant. Sometimes it's a more uh, sativa dominant tropical type of a plant that that'll happen to. Uh, sometimes some of the OG Kush type plants don't even want to reverse at all. Some plants are stubborn, some are not. That's why it's much easier to have uh, an individual isolated plant that you are attempting to reverse. Then you can reverse that plant, you can get it into flower, and since I understand when my plants go into flower and when they want pollen, I could get that male into the flower room, get him flowering. Then I could drag in that strawberry starburst plant and get her a head start. Then a few days later, I could bring in the platinum tangy plant, get them right on schedule. Then when the pollen comes, both of those plants are going to produce maximum amount of seeds for me. So your idea will work. If it's your first idea, your first attempt, you will bang out some seeds. As long as the one side reverses and the other side stays true, you'll be okay. Sometimes that doesn't work out. That is plant specific, but it should work for you in most cases. However, I do recommend two separate plants. However, the main question was, will this still be an S1? Yes, this is absolutely still an S1. We've taken pollen from a specific cultivar and we've pollinated that specific cultivar with that pollen. It's unadulterated. It's female pollen. It's a female plant. That is a feminized S1 seed. Congratulations. If you do this, let me know how it goes. Let me know how you decided to do it. Did you stick with one plant being the pollen donor and the pollen giver, or did you decide to use two plants? How many female plants did you put in the room? And then my overall question is going to be, how many seeds did you get? Have you grown them? And what are they like? All right, that's what I want to know. My friend Smurf Grown, thank you for the great question. Uh, please remember to send me your address because I do owe you a free pack of Irie Genetic Seeds. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. If you did not win a free pack of seeds on today's episode, do not feel discouraged. Uh, anybody that sends me a grow question on the grow help tab at iregenetics.com does have the opportunity to win a free pack of seeds. I'm going to continue this giveaway uh, until seeds here now and I have decided that we've given away enough seeds, which could be quite a while because I like giving away free seeds. It feels good. Make sure you go hit that grow help tab at iregenetics.com. Again, don't feel discouraged. You guys, since I've started doing this, the emails have been pouring in. I've got a nice, uh, it's probably, that's a lot of paper there. I'm not even going to try to measure that. There are a lot of pages of paper there. Lots of questions coming up. Lots of great content for the show. Thank you. I think that's all I've got for this episode. You know, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. My email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Of course, send your grow questions, the grow help to the grow help tab on the Irie Genetics 
website. Anything else you could possibly need is on the iReGenetics website. There's a link to my Patreon campaign. Please contribute to the Patreon. Uh, the Patreon contributors actually get first dibs on new seeds. When I put new seeds on iReDirect, the Patreon patrons get the first heads up on that. If I put coupon codes, the patrons are always the first ones with the coupon codes and they get the best coupon codes. So go check out the Patreon campaign. Go join us on Discord. I've been giving away free seeds on Discord occasionally. Uh, join us on Discord. Jump into the Smoker chat. Uh, come join the party. It's always a good time in there. Come hang out with my friends and I. Come smoke. Also, maybe win some free seeds. Anything else you could possibly need is on that website at iregenetics.com. I feel like I have started rambling here at the end of the show, so we are going to wrap this up. Thanks again for listening. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Alabama Man. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. We'll